Shalom Ubrach, we're up to Chagigo Daf Chof Gimel. Today's Daf talks about Dalachas, of what one is allowed to do while he's carrying Kodshim. And uh, whether we are Goizer specifically exactly how the problematic scenario took place, or are we allowed some expanding on this Gezira? We also learn about Nigimura Bitahara, that the Kli was completed in a state of Tahara. And we also go through the case that we mentioned in our mission about Siruv Kli, that everything in the Kli has the same halachas. But we begin analyzing that statement in our Mishnah that says that by Kodshim, if someone is carrying something which is Tomei Midras, he's, all, he's allowed to carry Trum on the other hand, but he's not allowed to carry Kodshim on the other hand. Why not? Why can't he carry Kodshim? Because there was a story, like if Yudah Mishmal says, there was a story about a guy who was carrying a barrel of Kodesh wine. He was transporting it. And the strap of his shoe broke. He took the strap. He put it on the barrel. The barrel had a little ear space where this leather strap fell into. This guy was Tomei. He was a Zov. And now the whole barrel became Tomei. So at that point, they made a gazero that if someone is carrying something which is Tomei Midras, he's only allowed to carry Truma, not Kochim. Gemara says, wait, wait, so why are you allowed to carry Truma? Why would we not be concerned there? Because of Hananya ben Akavya tells us that when we make Ixera, it's only specifically how the event happened. He says there's a lacha regarding a case um, where he says that uh, when dealing with the Mechatos, or the Afar Chatos, for the Paraduma, if you have to walk across the Yardane, he has to get it across the Jordan, he can't go over in a boat. He can't stand on one side and throw it over. He can't let it float over on the water. He's not allowed to ride an animal or even get a piggyback ride unless his feet are touching the ground. He's allowed to go over a bridge, though. And the only concern here is by the Yardane. We're not only concerned by the Yardane, we're even concerned by the by any other river. However, if Hananya ben Akavya says by this case, by the, para, the, the water and the ashes of the Paraduma, he says, no, we're only specifically usher. We only usher transporting it this way in the Yardane, specifically that river, only on a boat, and uh, the, the, the way that the original Gezerah was enacted. What was the story that made us made a, make a Gezerah? There was a person who was transporting the Mechatos and the Afarchatos through the Yardane with a boat. And it turns out that there was a Kazayas of a mace stuck in the base, the bottom of the boat. So they said that one cannot... From now on, no one should carry the Mechatos or the Afarchatos over the Yardane in a boat, but specifically that case. Specifically, Kodshim, because the story by us was wine of Kodshim, not Chuma. The Gemara says, what happens if he did? What happens if a person actually carried Tomas Midras in one hand and Kodshim in the other? Or what happens if he was carrying a Tahar sandal? Right? You only said a Tomei sandal. What about if the ba- barrel was closed, it wasn't open? So Elah says that if a person was over Bidiyeved, it's Tomei. The Kodshim is no good. Avzera says, Bidiyeved is only a Gezerah we're worried that of what might happen. Since nothing happened, it will remain Tahar. And next time, Mishnah says that Kalim that are completed Bitahara need to be toiveled by Kodshim, but not by Truma. Who says that it needs to be Nigmura Bitahara, needs to be completed in Tahara? Well, who completed this Beged? If it was a Tamil Chacham, why do you need to toivel it? He was obviously 
on top of it, made sure that it wouldn't become Tomei. And Amaretz finished it? <clears throat> now, how would that be considered Nigmar Batahara? We have to assume that it was Nigmar Batahara. So, Rabbi Barashila explains, we're talking about a case where a Talmud Chochem finished it. But, it could be that there was some saliva of the Amaretz that landed on this baguette. Now, well, when did the saliva land? If it was before the Chover finished making the baguette, then it wasn't a baguette yet. It wouldn't become Tomei. And afterwards, the Chover would make sure that there's no Tomei saliva landing on it. And I was talking about where the saliva landed when he wasn't so careful with it before the Gemar of the Kli. But maybe it's still, the saliva remained moist while he finished it and was Matamehet then. Now, we're supposed to toivel this keli after it finishes for kachim. But for Harav Shemesh, that's not necessary. Our Mishnah is not going like Revali Ezer. Because we learned in the Mishnah. If someone cuts a reed for the Afar, the Mechatos. So he has this, this reed tube. Revali Ezer says, immediately toivel it. Right after you picked it. Rabbi Yeshua says, bimetameh davka, and then toivel it. Now, there's this concept we're going to mention in a minute that the Tzedukim said that Herod of Shemesh, if it was toiveled, but not nighttime yet, you can't use that for the Mechatos. So, connect them. We davka try, we make sure to use an her- a Herod of Shemesh, something which is tar, but not yet nighttime, to show that we don't go like the Tzedukim. So, if Yeshua is saying, be metame, toivel it, now it's Herod of Shemesh, and use it. Over there, we ask, oh, who cut off this reed? If, a, if it was a Talmud Chacham, if it was a Chaver, then why do you need to toivel it at all? Rather, an Amar Aretz must have cut it off. In which case, why would Rishua say you need to be metame and then toivel it? We have to assume that it's already tame from the Amar So Rabbi Barashila explains, really a Talmud Chacham cut it off, and we're worried about the spit of an Amar When did he spit on it? If it was before it was cut off, it's not a problem at all. It wasn't a reed yet, it wasn't a, a tube. If it was afterwards, the Tamil Chacham would make sure, the Chacham would make sure that the saliva didn't touch it. We're talking about where the saliva landed while it was still attached, but it was still wet when it was detached. Now, according to Yeshua, you want to be metamet and then toivel it to make a hacker that we're not going like the Tzedukim. Right? We have a Mishnah in Yuma Mem Gimel that tells us that there would be metamet the Koyin who was burning the ashes of the Paraduma and make him a hair of Shemesh, go to the mikvah, and before it's dark, he would take care of the mechatos. To show that we're not going like the tzedukim, to saying that even a hair of Shemesh is good enough. Well, according to Eliezer, if you always need a hair of Shemesh, that's why you need to make a hekka for the tzedukim. Whenever you finish a kli, you have to do this tome and tahara process to get out of, to get to disprove tzedukim so over here he's going to say oh you'll just toivel it right away and forget the tumma process but if this is what you do by every single kli if whenever you finish making a kli you, you, you metame and then you metahir it connect the tzedukim then you're not doing anything different by the reed for the for the uh, the mepara you're toiveling, toiveling it right away just like you would do by any other kli Elamai, Gemara says, we don't assume that it's Tomei, that it needs hair of Shemesh by every other Kli. What's the hacker by this reed that we cut off for the Paraduma? We treat it as if it, it touched a Sheretz. Normally, by Tomei Sheretz, you have to wait. 
you need Harav Shemesh. And over here, we're not even going to wait for, for Harav Shemesh after Tvila. Frag the Gemara. If it only has if it only has a din of Tomei Sheretz, then it should not be Metame Odom. But we learn Gabe the Koyen who was cutting off. I'm not sure if it was a Koyen. Whoever was cutting off this reed, he needs to go to the mikvah because he becomes Tomei. If it's only Tomei Sheretz, then why is he Tomei? Only Tomei Odom can be Metame other people. Elamai, okay, so we say it's like a Tomei Mace. And just go to the mikvah once. The Chedesh is, can I get the Tzedukim that you could use it right away? Problem is, Vaitum and Mace, you have to do Hazor. You have to sprinkle it on the third day and the seventh day of the count. And over here, you're saying, just dip it and use it. So the Gemara clarifies, okay, so we're going to say that this tube that was cut off, this reed, it's as if it was Tomei Mace, but as if it's already the seventh day, so you don't need the third and the seventh day sprinkling. Gemara says, how are you making up such such tumas? The price tells us, you can't be machadesh, something which is impossible. We never have something that becomes Tomei Mace, but as if it's already on the seventh day. You could do crazy things to, to go connect the Tzedukim. You can't make up impossibilities. So Abai says, that's only if the Tumah is mamish impossible. Like putting a Tumas Medras on an axe. It's not Meyuchad Yeshiva. Nobody sits on an axe. Besides for being ill-advised, it's not meant for being sit on. So it will never have Tumas Medras. But Be'etzem, there is a seventh day of Tumah for something which comes in contact with a mace. That, that type of Tumah on this item is possible. Moving on, Abishnah always say, also said that the, the, the concept of Tziruf Kli, that whatever is in, the, is in one container shares a status of Tumah, applies by Kachim but not by Truma. Where do we know this concept of Tzir of Kli? So Rav Hanan says from the Pasuk of Kafach HaSasarazov Everything in the Kaf, in the spoon, is considered to have, be, have the same status, the same din. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow by Ezra Hashem. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.